World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan <laughs> Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, we're getting ready... <clears throat> Getting ready to kirk, uh, kick uh, February to the curb. That's that's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, maybe maybe some of you live in those ex- exotic uh, Florida areas of Southern Texas down along the. Maybe you don't care, but I'm ready to see this uh, winter go. Now it doesn't go for another 21 days, March 21st. But I, when I was when I was growing up, I well, when I was teaching school, I used to think about the longest, dreariest. The days got sh- uh, shorter, the nights got longer, and you get you go to December, January, February, then March, April, May, and just said, "Oh man, just give me to those one syllables." We March, April, May, those those multi-syllable months up here in Ohio, they they put us down. So tomorrow, March first, daylight's coming, springtime's coming. Got a great, got a. Uh, Listen, I get this is crazy for for us folks. I have three guests this week. Never, I don't think we've ever done this ever. Today we're having Peter the Russian. You don't want to miss it. Call somebody right now. Tell them to tune in. Peter the Russian's on. They say, "Who's he?" I, by the way, I emailed a lot of people yesterday. They said, "Who's he?" I said, "What's the matter?" Peter the Russian's with us today. On uh, tomorrow, oh, you don't want to miss tomorrow. I'm sorry, go make somebody really, really nervous. Tomorrow, Gary DeMar is going to be on us. Last Day Madness. Gary DeMar is going to tell you. He's going to show you. He's going to prove to you. Oh, my goodness. He's what they call a preterist. He believes that when Jesus was standing before his disciples, and he said, "All uh, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. He's going to blow your mind tomorrow because he's going to give you proof that Jesus was talking to that generation. Not us. Not us. That's called preterism. Gary DeMar, if you want to you want to do a Google right there as you're messing around, just click on Last Day's Madness. It's a fabulous book. I read it about almost 30 years ago, maybe. No, it couldn't be that long. 20, 20 years ago. Last Day's Madness. Meaning what? We're crazy chasing after things that have already taken place. <laughs> oh, you don't want to miss tomorrow. And then Thursday, uh, we're gonna have, I'm my brain went dead. Come on. Steve Hemphill, the guy with the steaks, he's going to join us. Steve's more than just a steaks guy. He's a spiritual warfare guy. I think you're going to enjoy it. So I got I to gotta talk fast because I only have two two shows to myself this week. We'll get after him. Don't forget I'm on Brideon today at 11. I'm going to try to get Peter on it. Peter's auditioning with us here right now. If he does good, I'm going to try to get him on my Brideon show here as well. A uh, couple of things as we get rolling down here. Listen, man, the big truck thing. I don't know. Those of you who know where I live, uh, let me back up. Mel, Liberty Mel's father passed away yesterday. Liberty Mel's dad. So you might want to, you know, whatever, give her a thumbs up or pat on the back or whatever. He was... He was 80 some and it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, unexpected, right? Wasn't ex- unexpected. But there's such closure in death, right? I mean, he's your daddy and then he's gone. And so Mel and her family be gonna, you know, they'll be dealing dealing with that this week. So keep the keep them in your prayer, or whatever. And then uh, uh, the big trucker thing, folks. Those of you who've lived in, in at uh, I've been out here at Sky High where, where I live. We you can pick a rock. If I threw a rock twice, uh, maybe three times, as far as I could throw a rock, maybe four, I would hit Interstate 70. And Interstate 70 is where they are coming down. Spencer, if you could real quick. I'll get to you, Pete. Hang on. Uh, get up the number number two there, uh, Pete. I'm sorry. Spencer. Trucker support. Yeah, okay. Slide on down. You got it up on the screen. Dumb me. Slide on down, bud. Keep scrolling down. 
this thing is rolling this way, friends. It's rolling this way, and they're showing all the where, where all the truckers are going to be. Truckers, stop. Sign a truck view convoy routes. Click on that one there, real quick. There it is, folks. It's going right by my house, and we're going to set up some. Uh, in fact, they're spending. The truckers are all spending the night in Cambridge, Ohio, which is about an hour, hour east of here. And if you see where that, uh, see how good you are down there, Spencer. Point on that right there. That's Ohio. That's me. That literally is look, me. They're coming. I, so I'm going to do some honking waves on the, on the freeway. If anybody wants to join me for some honking waves as they come through Columbus, I'm working on trying to figure out exactly what the time is going to be. They're going to spend the night in Cambridge, Ohio, which is uh, halfway between me and where Betty lives. And so they're going to come by here. And I want to try to do the best we can to try to fill all those overpasses. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, they're, they're, they're coming right by us. And they're going to spend Thursday night, March 3rd, in Cambridge, Ohio. As I said, just a mile down the road. Make that a little bit bigger, Spence, if you can, so they can see where Columbus. <clears throat> Whoop. Give him, bear with him, man. So you can see on your map where Columbus and Cambridge are. Keep coming. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. There you are. See Columbus in the middle. Now, I am about right where that – you see where that 70 sign is, Spence? That little 70 sign? Nope, the other way. There's me. I mean, I'm literally like that would be my house, all right? So you can see where where Columbus is. They're coming straight across 70. You see where Cambridge is. That's where they're spending the night. And the last I saw, the, 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 uh, trailer, the trail was 20 miles long. 20-mile-long trucks are coming by there. Now, Betty and some of them, and Bobby Lee, they're working trying to figure out how we can uh, help them. They've already raised over like a million and a half, $2 million. We're not trying to raise money, but how we can be of practical help. So uh, we're working on that this week. I just wanted to plant that in your mind so that you would know something about it that, that, that was going on, okay? Cool. Uh, Gary DeMar tomorrow, Steve Hemphill on Thursday, uh, the big trucker thing on Thursday afternoon. Brighty on TV this afternoon. Anything for the good of the group here before I get in here with Peter the Russian? Let me see here. Am I got their hand up? Go ahead, Susie. Then Myra. Oh, yeah, I got to get Myra in here. Go ahead, Susie. No? Go ahead, Myra. You're up. Good morning, Peter. It's good to see you. How's your beautiful wife doing? Hey, do you hear me? Yes. Yes, she's doing great. She's actually pregnant. So, oh, hey, hey, I said you guys are going to have one the last time I saw you. Uh, <laughs> now, Myra, Myra, are you going to be our prayer girl? Are you, are yes, you looking for co-host? Yes, are I you am. looking for co-host here, Myra? <laughs> okay, good morning. Good morning, family, saints. Uh, we read in Leviticus 18.22, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Mm. Holy Spirit, continue to reveal your new skin to coach Dave Hoddle people. Thank you for the unveiling of the truth. We're reading Psalm 106.36, King James Version. And they served their idols, which were a snare unto them. I release the fire and the peace to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Welcome, Myra. It's funny that you'd bring up that verse because I met Peter the Russian <clears throat> at the homosexual pride parade in Columbus about that well, ten years ago, maybe Pete. And we were, I went out there on the street and who? Hang on, Gene. I'll get to you. And who would you? Who? I ran into these Russians. I mean, like real Russians. And and they were protesting and holding signs. And Pete had the best <laughs> best anti-homo sign I'd ever seen. And it was a picture, a drawn picture of one man on the back of another man. You can get that right. And he had a big circle with a, you know, they put the line through it, the red circle, line through it, like stop that, right? And then at the top of his sign, it said, no pride. That was, that was, the, that was the best sign I ever saw at the pride parade and Pete was making the point, if you're out here with this sign, you ain't got no pride. <laughs> you got no pride. So that, that's where we kind of locked. Gene, I want to get you in here before I drag Peter back in there. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Talk about the truckers. 
we went to, there's four of us, went from uh, 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 Dallas, Texas. No, it's Amarillo. I'm sorry. From Amarillo to Elk City. We followed them and we were in the line. And it was amazing. It made you want to cry. With every overpass that we went under, people were just stacked on top. And they yes, sir. That's what we're going to do. Honking, and they were on the side of the freeway and out in the pasture. People were parked out in the pasture. They were supporting this truck. But it's not being presented by the news. No, it isn't. So we're going we're gonna to try to raise the awareness of it. Of course, I'm banned on Facebook right now for 30 days, so I can't FaceTime it or do anything like that. But we're going to do the best we can, Gene, to get it out there. Jeff, real quick. Coach, just a picture of that sign he had. Remember, yeah. it was two stick men. The one yeah. stick man, but every other stick man behind you. It was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> no pride. I'll never forget that. And they had their the, – Peter had his Russian father with him who – I know he spoke English, but not as well as Pete does. Pete's been here basically his whole life. So, so let, let's dive into this a little bit. I want to before I pull Peter in, pull that uh, pull that uh, map up there, because I said in the pre-show that for a million dollars, if we would all tell the truth, if we took the names off of every one of those countries, we couldn't identify them. We don't have, come on. We Americans are so stupid. We we think we are so important, right? And so. I want you to look at that map a minute. I want you to think about that. There's Russia. We all know about Russia, right? But guys, did you know Finland was right next door to Russia? How come Finland isn't fighting with Russia? How come Latvia and Lithuania and Belarusia? Why is everything going on in the Ukraine? What the heck? What the heck? And are they feeding us a line of bull? And what really is going on? Are, Are guys like Peter, who, by the way, he and his brother founded their own Christian church here in, in the Columbus, Ohio area. Did you know, friends, that Russians are actually Christians? Did you know that? That there are millions and millions of Christians in Russia? And I, I keep hearing it every day. Pray for the Ukraine. Pray for Ukraine. Well, they're Ukrainian Christians, I'm sure. And there are Russian Christians. Which ones do I pray for? And the point that I was making on Friday is, the enemy, I'm sorry, the media picks our enemies for us, friends. The media picks our enemies for us. And to be honest with you, I don't know who to root for. I don't know who to root for. Because if we were really concerned about just freedom, do you have any idea how many wars we've gone around and started? We started wars in Iran. We started wars in Iraq. We started wars in Afghanistan, saying we're trying to protect democracy over there. You know that's a bunch of crap, right? It's all about money and power and politics and the new world order. And so <clears throat> the only expert that I could get, I couldn't get all the guys on C- CNBC and Fox News. The only one I could get was Peter the Russian. And we call him Peter the Russian. He goes by Peter the Russian because, and first of all, he probably couldn't pronounce his last name, but he doesn't want to say, what the heck? He wants to stay Peter the Russian. And his brother, Dimitri, is Dimitri your brother? Yeah, oh, I got seven brothers and sisters, so I got a big family. Okay, Peter, so I'm going to shut up a minute and just start right here and just give us a little bit of story about how y'all ended up over here and your journey here and how surprised you are that the United States is becoming Russia. Go ahead. Yeah, well, basically we came uh, – my mom is actually Ukrainian, and my dad is actually from Russia. So they Oh, my out. goodness, how could that be? They yeah, must hate each other. They must hate each other. They hated each other so much they had 12 kids. So <laughs> what kind of fighting they were doing, but hey. So they got along. So it shows that we do get along. And honestly, Ukrainians and Russians, they're basically the same. You know, they're the same people. But because of the media, because of uh, the global influence in Ukraine, which, you know, it's really corrupt, corrupt in there. The government's very tied with the globalists. Uh, which is why Russia don't really like that. You know, that's their, their neighbors and their... But anyways, basically, because of the influence the globalists have, they push the narrative just like we have here, and like the uh, BLM, you know, they're blacks versus whites, everybody, they're always trying to cause division. So they created this hatred between, you know, R- Russians and Ukrainians, and specifically, usually, the Ukrainians, a lot of them don't... A lot of them hate Russians, but even though it's not... It's like 50-50. You got the West side which is trying to go more towards uh, the, you know, with NATO and trying to go with the European Union. They're trying to just 
stay away from Russians. And then you have the eastern side of Ukrainian that they're basically it's intermixed. It's Russians. So it's like you got a 50-50, you know, situation going on there. And you got the so Peter, so, so Peter, let me stop you a second, because it's like being here. I'm an American. I'm a proud American. But can I tell you, too, that I hate my government. Right. Yeah. Would, that, would, that, would that be similar to what's going on in Russia? Do the Ukrainians hate, love each other but hate the government? Yeah, there's basically I got 50 percent of them that hate it. And because they see that it's corruption in there. And then whenever there's anybody that gets in the government that actually works with the Russia and likes Russia, all of a sudden, magically, a group comes out of nowhere, which is most likely funded by Soros. And just like the BLM here, and then they put an uprise and they're basically anybody that's in favor of Russia or likes what Russia and Putin's doing, then all of a sudden there's, you know, there's things being burned down. There's chaos going on, you know, and it's all this uh, drama that's our, you know, that we know, as we know, globalists love. And, you know, the mainstream media pushes. So from a Russian perspective, Pete, let's get the government out of it. Let's get the government out of it. Yeah. What, what's, what's this war about? What's what's this about in Russia and Ukraine? Do the Ukraine, as you just said clearly, the Ukrainian people, for the most part, don't hate the Russians. They are Russians. They are the same people, right? Yeah. What the yeah. hey, what the hell's going on? Well, that's what it is. It's basically, I think, what's called. We've been played on on our emotions. Um, probably they're saying it's border. What's called issues, disputes, you know. But in all reality, I think just Russia sees the just like the um, what is it called. The corruption within the elections here in America and a lot of influences and that is going on with the government, you realize that it's not as fair as they make it seem. So it's, you know, against <clears throat> Russia and exactly what was the final prick that made this happen. I mean, I, I mean, I could see that maybe it could be a big benefit to the globalists for there to be a war. So that's why they are trying to push it. And then just Putin just had it. Pete, I've been following this for quite a while and I know others in the queue have here. You, Ukraine's. The government of Ukraine is really pretty corrupt, are they not? Well, would it be possible? Would it be possible that the New World Order and the Clintons and all those people are funneling money through the Ukrainian government? And so the last thing that those those guys want is to be exposed to what they've been doing in the Ukraine financially. So therefore, man, Russia, 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 Russia. They want to start a war over there, so all of that stuff gets buried. Would I? Would, would that be a fair assessment? Uh, sounds very, very fair. It's actually, I don't know if you've seen the video I sent you uh, yes. regarding the Ukrainian press release. Uh, that would be probably a good video to maybe link for people to check out to get the more in-depth and details. Can, can, can you throw that up? Go ahead and throw that up right now, uh, Spence. It's a little, it's a standalone email I sent, Spence. It was a, I just spent it right at the end. It's, uh, what's it say? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, I just sent it. I swear I did. Keep talking, Pete. You're doing good. I'll, I'll find it. And, well, thank you. Uh, yeah. So I'm by no yeah. means. It says, I'm sorry. It says puts map, puts map. Go ahead, throw that okay. up. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, I said I by no means want to present myself as an expert, but I'm not gullible and dumb enough to believe what the mainstream media says. It's so funny that everybody realizes they can't trust the mainstream media. But then on this topic, everybody's just in solidarity. Everybody just accepts. Oh, this is what happened. Within a few seconds, everybody's just on board and just thinks what the mainstream media push, is pushing here, that Russia, Russia bad, Ukrainian, oh, pray for them. Well, yeah, we should definitely pray for them. I feel bad for the innocent people that are, you know, that are in uh, in the middle of this. They get, you know, are often getting the bad side of the stick or however you say it in English. Okay, Pete. So, so Pete, uh, yeah. if you were to guess, who's who's more of a Christian, Putin or Biden? Putin, hands down. Absolutely. Yeah. Expl- exp- explain that to us, brother. Well, yeah, just, I mean, if you even just listen to their own, you know, listen to their words in the full context, their speeches, everything just, you know, Biden doesn't even hide what he's standing for. He's for death. He's against families. He's against, you know, he's, he thinks, what is it called? Uh, families, traditional, uh, many children, families are the same as a, a sodomite family, you know, two men, two women, you know, he just basically corrupt. It's just, uh, you know, abortion, everything. He just basically looks like he's just in favor of a destruction of families. So, so come on, Pete. Come on, though, Pete. Pete. Putin's a bad guy. They've been telling us that, that he's the bad guy. Biden's the good guy. Pete, well, come on. I'm not saying he's a saint by any means, but, you know, for anybody in here. But, you know, obviously we all have our own. We all have our issues, but he's definitely. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Pete. Hang on now, Pete. 
so when when Russia fell, when the USSR fell, we all know that, right? It collapsed, folks. USSR, the one we grew up with, the Russia we grew up with collapsed. And it collapsed. And Russia remained coming out of it. What's the difference in the USSR, Pete, and the Russia that we see today? Or is there any? Yeah, there definitely is a difference. Uh, I don't know. Basically, I, the story I heard, I don't know the names and stuff, but basically somebody actually was telling me that whenever after it did collapse, that somebody actually passed on to the new leadership that were stepping in, getting voted in and everything, you know, when they were start restructuring everything, that they actually brought the American Constitution to them and basically to the amongst the leaders. And they actually integrated a lot of that into their new way of doing and running uh, the country. So that's why you see a lot of blessings. You guys had a lot of blessings here in America. And you get, there was a moment, there was a time where America referred to uh, Soviet Union, Russia, as a godless nation. And then, you know, the time came that things turned around and actually Putin referred to America. You guys are the godly nation now, you know, the big godless. So, so Pete, so Pete is, is, is prayer, prayer okay in the country? Prayer in the schools? What the, yeah. what the yes, heck? it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, ki- are you kidding me? Yeah, you yeah. mean... There's freedom of religion in Russia. More freedom of religion in Russia than here, Pete. Do you think? I would say so. Yes. The government the I, government I, doesn't the government doesn't clamp down on you because you're praying before a football game. Yeah, exactly. I went to public school here, so I seen as well. That's why I was surprised. We came here. We ran away from. We left. You know, the Soviet Union here for a better life, and you know, but unfortunately, we saw the communism coming here. So looks like it got transferred from Russia to here. Oh my goodness. I, I could I could ask a million questions, Pete. I look up on the screen real quick. I don't know. Can you see that 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 you sent us? <clears throat> I don't know if you have it. Uh, this is, folks, we've heard about Burisma and what Joe Biden's doing in in uh, Ukraine. See, Ukraine has been kind of like a uh, wild, wild west nation, if I understand it right. Right, and so the Ukraine is owned. Uh, you, you follow follow the line there. You see, it's all connected to Citibank and <clears throat> and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and Devin Archer and. There's a lot, a lot of money laundering that's going on through the Ukraine. That's why uh, Biden is concerned. One of the reasons, I'm sorry, that's why Putin is concerned. One of the reasons he's concerned, throw the map back up there of the countries, if you could, uh, quickly, uh, Spencer. Yeah, Ukraine sits right on their border. So if we think about the Cuban missile crisis we had here, do you think Russia wants American missiles on their border in the Ukraine? Does anybody think that... Uh, but see, we would say, oh, that's okay because we're good guys. Americans are good guys. We're a Christian nation. Well, the truth of the matter it is we, we really aren't. Really not a Christian nation. So uh, this is the dilemma. And as I said at the beginning, the, gov- um, uh, the media picks our enemies. The media, the same media that tells you to wear a mask, and to social distance, and take a jab, and tells you you can't go to work if you don't take the, the same government that tells you to do all those things is telling you Russia bad, Ukraine good. Russia bad, Ukraine good. Hey, Pete, if you flip a coin, which, who's the good guys and who are the bad guys here, you think? Get from a government standpoint. From between Russia and, and America? No, Ukraine. <laughs> between R- Russia and Ukraine, if I, had to just, if I had to choose a side between yeah. Russia and Ukraine, I'd say Russia good. And in America, in Ukraine, people good, but the government corrupt. Yeah, we're talking governments here, folks. Yeah, we're talking absolutely. governments. Absolutely. Corrupt. Now, listen, is this flipping on your head exactly what you what you, what we've been told? And what is the interest that our government would want to make Russia bad, Ukraine good? What what's going on there? And how many of you knew before about fifteen minutes ago? That you could be a Christian in Russia, I thought. I thought they were godless. I thought we weren't allowed. I thought none of that was going on. But see, we forgot that when the when the USSR fell, there was a. It's like where we are right now. If America were to collapse over the next ten years, and we resurrect ten years from now, do you think we would be the same country that we were ten years ago? If we go through a civil war, if something would happen here ten years from now. Are, are Biden and Hillary and and oh, is that whole cabal of people still going to be around being charged? I'd say the answer to that is probably no. Would you agree, Pete? Huh? Yeah, I'd agree. So, so so Russia went through that revolution, and as you said, just because 
They don't make Putin a great guy. We're not here rubbing his back, talking about what a hero he is. But uh, he's getting the raw end of the deal here as well. Now, Reggie just popped in. Reggie is what they call a Russian Orthodox church, Pete. I don't know if you've heard of that little second. But, hey, Reggie, you're a Russian. You seem like pretty good stick. Other than you talk cuss like a sailor. Other than that, you seem like you're you're pretty good. What do you think, Reg? I, I would have to agree. I, this isn't new to me. I, I'm not Russian, but um, I like I said, I was friends with uh, Brother Nathaniel Kapner, who was exposing, you know, Putin. Not exposing him, but trying to get people to understand Putin. Now he doesn't say he's the greatest guy either. But so this is this is happening because if you look around the border look at all the little so-called uh, media things that were going on for all these years nobody looks backwards in kazakhstan in georgia it's the same stuff it's it's happening it's land it's money it's resources and when people say i've been watching the news I, every time i hear that i cringe everybody's got to stop the news is there for them not us there's no news coming out of the news it's lies <laughs> it's all lies <laughs> that's where you got to look at it but you know i would i would I would side with Putin on this one. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to cry. John Diamond. I John Diamond jumped in. Hey Peter, you got to clear your schedule from 11 to 12 today or at least from 11 to 11:30 or from 11:30 to 12. I got to America needs to hear this, dude. So, we'll talk about that later. Because right. we don't know, folks. We just be we just believe propaganda. We just believe propaganda. John Diamond, come on in, John. How are we doing, coach? Good. Good. Well, guess what? I taught at uh, church all day yesterday exactly what you're saying today. I said, guys, you're being lied to. And I just went over the entire thing. I covered some of what you guys are already um, covering today. Um, but, you know, my 2006 book, I say, you know, I say that I use the Soviet Constitution about separation of church and state, that it is a it is a Soviet communist um, policy. And our Supreme Court basically took it and, and put it in our First Amendment. Uh, me and Alan Keyes have been doing with dealing with this on his show last week. If you go and read the Ukrainian Constitution and you read the Russian Constitution, when USSR split, Ukraine kept that separation of church and state. Um, they're basically a goat nation. They're following the Antichrist. Russia actually put religion back in their Constitution and said, hey, the Russian Orthodox Church has been here for thousands of years. The communists destroyed it. We're putting it back in. So, I mean, you essentially have it right in both constitutions. It doesn't even have to be a matter of opinion. Um, You can read them. Me and Alan Keyes has read them. Um, But you have to understand, there was a coup in Ukraine in 2014. And their government was overthrown. Just like there was a coup here when they overthrew our government and put Biden in instead of Trump. The exact same thing happened there. And I showed them all the news articles of how Pelosi and Biden and Clinton's Ukraine was the biggest donator to the Clinton campaign, how all of the top leadership of the Democratic Party, Biden, Pelosi, uh, all of them, they all have ties to Ukraine. You showed that slide and I appreciate you showing that slide. So basically what you have, if you wanted to draw a comparison, the, the battle between Ukraine and Russia is basically the difference between Biden and Trump here. It's the exact mm. same thing. Deep state, deep state, right? Deep We're talking about deep in, state. Yeah, the deep state is in control of Ukraine, and it's not in control of Putin and Russia. And um, I've got wow. a one of one of your followers sent a Rumble thing yesterday, which was Putin's speech, and I laid there and read the entire speech coming right from Putin's mouth. And guys, you got to read yep. it because you're not even getting the. You're not even getting his side of the story. All you're oh, my goodness. No. All right. All right. I want to get some of these folks in here. Hey, by the way, folks, John, they're not my followers. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, okay? We're a group here, folks. You ain't following me. We're, we're a group here. So thanks, John. I got a lot of hands up here. I want to get it in here. Hey, folks, this is not what you've been told, is it? And can I tell you this? Fox News ain't telling you this. Fox News isn't telling you this. Huh? Wow, 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 wow. Let's, uh, Jerry, come on in. Hey, Coach. Good morning, Coach. Oh. Oh, go ahead. I just want to say I find it amazing that our Constitution is good enough for Russia, but not good enough for us anymore. <laughs> Isn't that where we are? That's where we are. Amen. Another Jerry, come in. Two Jerry's, right? Am I, am I screwed up here? Go ahead. I'm West hey, of Seed guy. 
Yeah, Wes, I'm sorry, Daggum. Go ahead, Wes. <laughs> It's all good. Maybe I should put my name up on there instead of my uh, little. Tag. That would help me. That would help me, man. I'll, tell I'll you. change it up for you, Coach. I just wanted to say uh, some of the stuff that's going on. Everybody's speaking about Russia and Putin. They're dead on. But another uh, aspect that people aren't considering is the banking laws are different in Ukraine than they are everywhere else, and they're trying to implement them in Ukraine. Russia. And if trying- I if I understand it right, uh, the Fed, uh, that cabal of folks, does not control the currency in Russia. That's yeah, one of, they're hiding money there. So when Putin yeah. wants to get in there, they're going to expose a lot of what's truly going on. So. Yeah, that's right. And so they're making a make. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it? They pick our enemies for us. Free by truth. Come in. Um, thank you, Coach, and good morning. I just, years ago, I listened to this prophet whose name was Dmitry Dudeman. Yes. And he said that God will use Russia to take down America because we were so immoral. And I really believe that. Now, there was a part in um, Jeremiah where, you know, God said, if you bow down to the Babylonians, it'll go easier on you. And I feel like I would like to learn Russian language. I wonder if Peter Russian can teach us some Russian. He can cuss in Russian. I've heard him do that. No, that's not true. By the way, hang on, Pete, just a second. But by the way, folks, I was looking at some statistics. I should have brought them up. The, the general population of Russia, if you were to do a, a, a poll in Russia, how many of you are Christian? Do you know there are more Christians in Russia than America? Did you know that, friends? Did you know that there are more people in Russia who claim to be Christians than in America? Go ahead, Pete. No, I was, yeah, I was pretty much saying, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to teach you Russian. <laughs> we, if anything, you guys can all come to Russia. But hopefully we yeah. don't have to. Have to we have to stand, stand, and you know, stand up here and not lose ground. We gotta. You know, so, so I've been let, fighting let, for let, twenty years, and I'm just—I I guess I'm like—and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, you know what? We we need just to go the way God tells us to go. When I read that in Jeremiah about how if you just bow down to um, Babylonians, it was better than if you fought them. And I'm wondering if I'm at that point now in my heart. And yeah, yeah teach me Russian, please. So, Pete, uh, uh, explain this. Hang on, folks. I'll get you on here, I promise. Um, when I met you at the Gay Pride Parade, and again, that's, that's probably 15, it was a while ago, for sure. I, I remember I walked away from there, and I thought, my goodness, the Russians are out here, but my American friends aren't out here? Yeah. And I said, Pete, what, what, why are you guys out here? What, what, Pete, what took you to the Homo Pride Parade for the first time? Well, the first time I heard about it, I was just shocked. I was like, I thought maybe nobody knew about it. As when I came there, I seen like no churches, nobody was out there protesting against us. So I was like, surely nobody knows about this, you know, because if the, there's so many churches here in America, you know, as soon as I tell them, they're going to just all come here and put a stop <laughs> to this. You know, that was literally my thought. I was like, there's no way. Let me guess. Probably nobody knew about this. So I literally went to church and start talking to churches and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we knew about it. for It goes on every year. I'm like what? Like like why is there nobody out there? You know they're like oh we just kind of leave, leaving them alone. We don't you know we don't get into that. Or a lot of <laughs> we support them. Or or the saddest thing is that me seeing the uh, churches marching in the parades. You know I'm like in support. Amen. So I was like <laughs> that was very shocking to me. So unbelievable, unbelievable. Come on in, uh, producer. Come on in there, Spencer. Hey, Coach. Hey, um, I just wanted to ask uh, Peter if he had some uh, a little more insight. I heard you know, the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, if anybody doesn't know, he apparently was an actor or a producer and actor in a show where he was the president of Ukraine, and then he actually became yep. the president of Ukraine. Um, people are singing his praises right now because, you know, he's staying with the people and not leaving and stuff like that. But, he, um, but also he apparently is, um, you know, linked to – uh, the impeachment with Trump and all that stuff. And so he's, he seems more corrupt than he is, but I was wondering if Peter had any insight on that. Yeah, he's an, he's an actor. So yeah, what's He did do a show. And it was the funny thing is the show was about, you know, that there was all this corruption in the government. And then he basically got fed up with it. And he made like a video that he's just so sick of it. Basically he was a, like a teacher. He was like a high school teacher. And he was like all in, in the, his show that they did. And he was all mad that the, there's so much corruption in the government. And somebody recorded him saying this and they basically published it to the, mm. to the internet. And then it basically blew up and everybody's like, Oh, this guy's awesome. Let's get him in. And the show was about that. He all of a sudden he got voted in and he became the president. And now he's like turning everything around and making everything better. But yeah. in reality, it's like basically they actually, the good, 
government that was there basically got overturned and put in, you know, with the government that's actually um, with the globalists. I've, Unbelievable. Hey, real, real quickly, uh, Spencer, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, I did. Uh, to throw up uh, his Facebook page. Uh, people might want to see Peter's Facebook page. <clears throat> Coach, I was going to say, too, wise. apparently the president also um, – or, or Vladimir also like uh, arrested his uh, political opponents once he got in too, if I, I heard correctly. Yeah. It's the same story over and over and over again. So I don't know if you want to be friends with Pete, but you can scroll down. I think he probably his church is involved there. That's his beautiful wife and three and a half children. Got another one coming. Pete, good for you, man. Thank good you. For you. Uh, so just scroll down there as Debbie Perkins comes in. Come on in, Deb. Yeah, I'm going to uh, tag on to Spencer there. The, I, I watched a video uh, the other day about, uh, Putin, Zelensky, Macron, Trudeau, all being part of Klaus Schwab's youth, young, yeah. uh, up-and-coming leaders, and that um, that they're all that this is the reason why uh, he can walk the streets in, because he's actually uh, part of the part of the deal, and that it's all ops for us that um, yeah. that yeah. they're all. Klaus Schwab trained, and I was blown away by that because it was almost like this guy was saying, "What you're seeing is actually theater, with yeah. people dying as the result." And so I was just wondering what Peter thinks about that. Or... Um, so I kind of zoned out half of, through half of your question. Sorry, could you could you repeat that? Sorry. What? Yeah. Go ahead, Coach. You couldn't say it. Well, here's I guess let me let me phrase this question again, Pete. So you're saying this that. Uh, that both Ukraine, re, 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 Ukraine is a a uh, stolen country. They've stolen just like in America. It's a puppet government, all that stuff. The yeah. cabal's in control of it, and so therefore, when our media is saying Russian bad, uh, Ukraine good, is because they're trying to co- protect this criminal enterprise that's going on in Ukraine. Is that what you'd say? What they're saying is yes. that literally, Rush, literally, Putin and Zelensky are on the same team. Because they've been trained by Klaus Schwab I gotcha. to do this. That's that was my. I was blown away by that. Okay. So it's Trudeau, Macron. Yeah, I know about. Yep. Group. I, yeah, I know about that young whatever that thing. Yeah, I I don't have an answer for that one. Uh, yeah. It's part of Davos, the Davos yes. group. Well, it's, it's the new folks. Listen, Ukraine's part of the new world order. Russia isn't. Okay. <laughs> do, do, are, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you, do you remember when the currency stuff was going on? Remember Gaddafi? They didn't. They didn't bow to the to the Federal Reserve, whatever that. Is. They didn't bow to that system. What happened to Gaddafi? Boom, gone. Right. Same thing. They're probably trying to do in Russia because Russia has remained somewhat independent in their banking system. Boom. They got to get him out of there because why? They have to be able to control the whole thing. That's what I think is going on behind the scenes. Jack, so come do, on in. So do you think Russia Putin's gone rogue? Maybe is Putin gone rogue? Uh, from Klaus. I don't believe so, but I mean, you know, there's always at the end some people are like, oh, what if he's just pretending? You know, you can always do that. What ifs? You know, so the cows. Yeah, we don't. Go, what about? No, we don't. Even, we don't even know. If, we don't even know if Trump's a good guy. Normal, but for real, Coach Davis, a communist, he's just pretending. You know, so we can always. Yeah. We can always speculate, but yes, yeah, de- definitely, we never should put anybody on a pedestal. We should always seek the truth and everything yeah. found everything yeah. in the Bible. Look everything through the Bible's lens. But, Folks, but more Christians, Christians, more Christians in Russia than in the United States. Jack, come on in. Yeah, though, this is a great conversation because we've we've been lied to about everything. If if you if you didn't learn anything from the last two years of being lied to, you're in a wrong ballpark here, boys and girls. Remember when we talk about deep state. Like in the United States, we're talking about the deep state within the United States. When you talk about the deep state in Ukraine, that's the global deep state. Those are the that's the clubhouse for the global deep state. And so you can't believe anything that they say. Can't believe anything they say. That's for sure. Craig Nickel, come on in. We'll put another angle on it here. Uh, not denying the other ones. Ukraine accounts for seven percent of global wheat. Russia and Ukraine together, 25% of exported wheat. There's going to be a short-term issue with wheat because depending on how long this war goes on, they're not going to get their their, uh, crops in the plant. And this could also be strategy for long-term food shortages due to uh, what I talk about, the grand solar minimum and 
and how that impacts. We know this, Craig. Ukraine is one of the most fertile farm countries in the world. (laughs) They call it the breadbasket of Europe, just like we would consider Kansas and Iowa and South Dakota, those rich states that make our food product. That's what they consider Ukraine. Amen. Good one. Good one. Uh, Dr. Paul. Strasvacha. Hey, Spasiba. Listen, my brother, um, I got a question. Um, what were the doctors doing during all this time in Russia? I don't suspect that they were uh, buying into any of this stuff, were they? I mean, oh, great your... question. Now, here's my thing. I don't think you have a lot of 5G networks, and I don't believe Russia has instituted any of the vaccines. Is that correct? No, yeah, no, they did not. They're not mandating it. No, they're not. Is that right? No vaccinations in Russia? No, I mean, I'm sure there's people getting vaccinated, but it's not being mandated like a lot of places. So, yeah, that's good like yeah, place think, yeah. you know, the uh, uh, your Stalin or uh, one of the Russian guys there, he, he, he said that uh, uh, medicine is a cornerstone of uh, communism, basically. Um, I don't know if you could. Uh, you understand what that means, but they're doing a lot of controlling of people through the uh, medical community because it's an idol in, in the United States. Um, in other words, um, they idolize doctors. And- well, absolutely. So, so Peter, uh, Paul, who's speaking to you, is a physician. Okay. So this is kind of his expertise, right? So he has seen the bleeding over of communism, of course, into the into the medical system, pharmacology, the doctors, the uh, international institutions, health, all that stuff. That's all communist run and communist controlled now. Absolutely, yeah. If they can tell you, they you, know, you got to, you know, that's why they're always pushing trust the science, the medical. You're you're too stupid to understand what you know what you actually need. So, you know, with the medical, they can all of a sudden start pushing. This is you know, and again, one of the most favorite phrases for the communists is you know it's for the better good it's for the you know common good and all this stuff so basically that way they can force things upon you force things upon you and make everybody feel okay about it because it's hey it's helping everybody you know you're just you don't know what you need you don't know what you're selfish and you're hurting the planet you're hurting everybody yeah there you go things on you because it's for the common good you know hey spencer spencer if you could i just sent you one on on the uh, wikipedia pull that up for me if you're real quick hang on I'll get to y'all here in a second bear with me i follow stream of consciousness here sometimes christianity by countries okay scroll on down spencer it'll be a little chart <clears throat> you'll, you'll see it when you know it keep going okay there you go number one rank uh, christian country in the nation in the world is the united states 79.5 percent christian we just saw from Barnett's down to about 70. Brazil's 90% Christian. Do you guys know this? Mexicans, 95% Christian. Russia. Well, they're just right behind us, aren't they? How many of you guys knew this? Why aren't they telling this? Telling us this. Russia's a Christian country, friends. Russia is a Christian country. The people are Christian. Russia's more Christian than Germany. That's staggering, isn't it? Yep, and this shows 2010. So this is 2022 right now. So the numbers may have switched already. <laughs> Even Staggering, higher. man. Staggering. Glenn, come on in. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, Peter, uh, the I know Crimea had a, a referendum where the people voted overwhelmingly to side with Russia. Did they actually secede? from the Ukraine uh, and is now is Crimea now part of Russia? No, I don't think they're part of Russia, but they're just, you know, they're they're for Russia and their what's it called leadership has been kind of um, it's it's in favor of, of Russia and not the globalists. So, so Peter Peter, if we're honest here, the old Russian iron curtain uh, USSR that's gone. That's not there anymore. Is that right, Pete? Yes. Yes, I mean, I'm sure there's people that, you know, obviously it still stays within certain people's hearts and souls and all that stuff, but, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, uh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, we let our media pick our enemies for us. That's what happens. Clay, come on in. Teresa, we'll wait on Clay. Hi, two things. Um, 
One is I've been trying to tell people the history of Ukraine, corruption, and how, yes, there's innocent people there, but the government itself, so everything basically talked about, I've been trying to tell people, and of course they hate me for it. And then the other is um, I know um, people, I don't know them personally, I um, the last church I went to, they they um, set up churches over there, um, infrastructure, not Russia, Ukraine. So they know a lot of people, over there, and that's where I'm getting my news from, and fighting so the problem is the news is coming back about you know tanks running over people and all this stuff going on and all these innocent people getting killed so everyone's on the side of ukrainians even though the ukrainian government is so bad so i don't know how to get people to see that yes innocent people are dying but ukrainian government's actually the bad guys here any suggestions Yes, see, well, well, it's the same thing I'm saying. We're letting the media tell us to who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. That's the that's the point that I'm trying to make. No, no, right. There is no solution to it, because why? The same people you're trying to get to understand that Russia has Christians in it are the same damn people wearing masks and social distancing and taking shots. It's the same damn group, all right? That's, that's what we're dealing with. They're, they're getting all their information from the media, the government-run media, and they think they have the truth. That, that's what we're dealing with, sadly. Sadly. Michelle, come on in. Thanks, Coach. Morning, Huddle family. Peter, sorry I was late in, so I missed your introduction. But two things. Firstly, no thank you on the invitation to Russia. Um, anything below 18 degrees Celsius, and I'm out. I live in Africa. I like it hot. <laughs> Secondly, from, from a Russia character perspective, was Putin serious when he threatened nuclear war if America should interfere with his overtake of the eastern side of the Ukraine? Good question. In his speech, was he serious? Like, would he do that? From, from Russian, I, I don't have any Russian friends. You would be my closest from today. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not, can't, you know, read his mind exactly, but, you know. Would, hey, would, would Reagan have done it? Right. Reagan said the exact same thing. Trump said he told him the exact same thing. It's the ultimate deterrent, folks. If you have that weapon and you don't use it when you feel you need to, then why the hell do you even have it? Right. Amen. So I'm not taking I'm not taking his side. But why, why wouldn't he? Randy. Hey, good to see you, Peter. Uh, you know, you may not remember me. We I rode with you guys in the van coming back from D.C. You guys are a couple of good men. Appreciate you. Hey, what, do you have any, uh, what do you know, what is your take on Kazarian Jews and, and how that, that has uh, been the history of uh, that Ukraine area? Are you pretty familiar with that? Uh, no, not too familiar. Maybe you can educate us. <laughs> I, I, I urge you to go read up on the Kazarian Jews, the Jewish, what, they're, what they're doing, what they're standing for. Not all of them, but, but that's yep. what uh, the Zionism is all connected to what's going on there. and. It's yeah. pretty. Uh, it's an easy thread to follow, but it gives a lot of insight in what's happening. So check into that, brother. All right, I will. Thank you so much. All right, are you ready for this one, Randy? I just I just got on this website right here while you guys were talking. Eighty-one percent, eighty-one percent Christian is the Ukraine. That Ukraine is more Christian than we are. Seventy percent Christians. Way down at the bottom, Spencer. Way down at the bottom. Ukraine and Russia are both have more Christians in it than we do. Did you guys know that? There it is. You know that? Ukraine. Uh, I can't even read. There it is. 81.9. 81.9% Christians, Ukraine. What was Russia? 74 point something? Boy, we've been sold a bill of goods. Sorry, friends. See, listen, the, the governments have been seized. Our governments have been seized. Why they've been seized? Because they told us you don't mix religion and politics. So we gave the governments over to the seed of the serpent. That's what we're dealing with. Sweet land of liberty, come on in. Clay, are you still trying to get in? Your hand's up, but you didn't answer. Yeah, yeah, I think the mic's working. Go ahead. Yeah, back in the 80s, I was competing in international sports. And then the, uh, the Russians that I met at that time, this is back in the Cold War, they seemed to have a, a like and respect for Americans. They showed us a lot of kindness, and they wanted to have 
American flags to take back to Russia, and they were trading things for anything that had American flags on it. So what I'm my question for you, Pete, is how do how do the Russians feel about us now? Do they still have respect for us, and do they still like the American flag, or are they losing respect for us? Well, a great question. Does the average Russian on the street hate America, Pete? No, they like America, especially when Trump was in office. <laughs> they like what you guys stand for, you know, the Constitution, but not what's happening to them, you know. So they're the same way. They're looking at their government and say, boy, our government's screwed up, right? Yeah. So why can't we all just live in peace, huh? Exactly. If we had the common family just from every country come together, we'd get along. But the problem is the leadership within certain countries and the globalists that have their agenda and control <clears throat> You know, that's well, that would be the kings of this earth, wouldn't it? That would be the kings of this earth conspiring together against the Lord and against his anointed. Sweet land of liberty. Then Larry. Got unmute. Larry, you're not unmute. Yeah, you know, some key words have just kind of pricked my spirit as I've been listening. And one of those key words is, who are we supposed to pray for? Well, Pray the way that Jesus taught you and pray for God's will. And don't try to figure it out in your own understanding. Don't listen to the media and try to figure out whose side you're supposed to be on. Just pray for God's will and trust that God knows best. Father doesn't know best. I I saw that TV show when I was a kid. But God does know what's best. So, Pete, so, uh, hey, Pete, what points Larry's making, we made it Friday on the show. Do I pay, am I rooting for Ukraine or am I rooting for Russia here, Pete? Who am I rooting for? Because that's that's what we get caught up in, isn't it? Who do we root for? For Jesus. (laughs) We root for Jesus. Amen. 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 Silver. Good morning, Coach. Uh, Morning. Welcome in. Sweet stuff. All right. Now, my question, because we were talking about the possibility of us attacking them. Did you say that? I have to check that back just to make sure. But that was what popped in my head and how we use our nuclear weapons. Supposedly, our nuclear weapons are defense. We have them, and they're scared to death of them. Okay, so if they attack us, we're going to attack them right, right back, okay? You know, it's it's estimated that uh, we carry like 20 to 40 nuclear uh, Titan missiles, uh, Trident missiles, which have multiple warheads on them and all that kind of thing. And if we, uh, we would never launch those in an offensive manner, in other words, they got to hit us first. Or they got to launch first because it's that fast. Would we ever use our stuff in a first strike? Sure, we would. Oh my! Come on. Then we don't deserve to be around. No. Was that? Well, we already did. These guys that uh, I believe we're Mystery Babylon. We're going to go out in an hour, just like it says (laughs) in Scripture. Okay, and uh, get it together, folks. Get it together. Hey, folks, you want to see something right there on your screen caught my eye? United Kingdom. That'd be all those great Christian nations over there. 59% Christian, United Kingdom. Wow. Are you kidding me? Joe Carrico, come on in. Uh, Good morning, Coach. Uh, Is Peter still on? Yes. Yes, Um, It's my understanding that uh, uh, Khrushchev, about 60 years ago, gave uh, Crimea and these these disputed eastern provinces in Ukraine to Ukraine from Russia and really convoluted the whole political situation. Um, And that's sort of one thing, I think, that they don't talk about that at all in the news, of course. Um, And the other thing, I I, I recall when I was working in Frankfurt in 2014, uh, when this uh, new government in the Ukraine emerged, I received leaflets from... uh, a, a sort of an oxymoron now, a, a conservative democratic organization from the states. Um, I think it was the LaRouche organization. And uh, they they were saying about how this new government was a Nazi uh, fascist uh, regime come in. And it wasn't what was being said. And uh, I don't see any of this being discussed 
on any standard media at all. I don't like to spend much time looking at standard media anyway. I mean, what what are your views on what I just said? Oh yeah, you're talking about the, the new the new what is it called? Uh, what is it called? The new government that came in after you talked about 2020 uh, 2014 government. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was the one that was tied in with like, heavily with Biden and Hunter Biden and all that stuff. So, yeah, they're all the leadership or a lot of the leadership is, you know, heavily involved. And that's why if you watch that video that they're probably going to link uh, with the Ukrainian uh, press release, uh, a lot of it uh, gets t- talked about there and a lot of good information. So, but, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of truth buried in Ukraine, baby. I can promise, promise you that. Let's get a new one. Let's get uh, JR. Come on in, JR. Peter Washington, good, good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Hey, last last Saturday, you can get it on uh, Rumble. We did a reveal on Russia and did an objective examination during the first hour of what is going on. We gave it historical pref- reference. And uh, this coming Saturday, we're going to have the former ambassador to Finland on our yep. show, Pete Hofstra. And if I can get a hold of Peter, I'm going to have him on the show in the second hour. And just just lay this out in an objective manner. And that's what we need to be doing. Just take a look at history, which you've you've run across today. Mm -hmm. Um, BJ Edwards Rumble is where you can find our show last week. All right. Check it out. All right, JR. Thanks. Claudine. Hey, Coach. Um, Peter, I have a question. I've actually had family in Poland, and uh, they're telling us that uh, they've started the draft. Any thoughts on that? That they started the draft in Poland? That they're they're drafting or are you talking about in Ukraine and Russia? In Poland. Okay. Yeah, that's so basically they're draft for war. They're making you go and fight. That's is it for is they're dra- drafting them for which 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 side are they fighting for? Yeah, she didn't really say that that it was just that uh the men were being drafted. So yeah. I don't know yeah. the details, but mm-hmm. Amen. yeah. Very unfortunate. The leaders they have issues and then the globals have their agenda and then the young people have to go out and die you know yes yeah, yep. uh, uh, amen Serge, come on in <clears throat> can't hear you Serge. you're muted nope he says uh he's Serge, he think you have mic trouble doesn't show that you're muted joe allen <clears throat> coach um in 1987, this is my experience with Russia. There was a uh, my last ship I was on there. We had a, a nuclear uh, sub, Russian sub that was dead in the water up there by Adak, Alaska, and we were doing our blue nose from Adak, Alaska, down to Antarctica. So we pulled up alongside them. Nobody out there waiting on them. And we exchanged, we shot over a bow line, which some of those Navy guys know, and we sent them chocolate chip cookies over there. And then they sent us a case case of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time with the Russians out there. They were out there on, on top of their nuclear uh, subs, you know, in their outfits. And that's something. And, so, so, and, so and the- some, some of the sailors were throwing our hats over there to them, and tr- we were trading hats. <laughs> so the point the point is, it's not the people who are at war, is it? It's the governments that are at war. That that's ought, right. Exactly. That ought to tell us something, Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning, Peter. Um, okay, so. Some they keep the, the reasons for war super murky, of course, on purpose. And you know, from what I've kind of observed, it seems like um, this war is always a great distraction. Um, and we've got the banking systems collapsing. We've got yep. the COVID narrative dying. Um, so looking more of like a world, a biblical worldview of what could be going on here. We've got depopulation and the rewriting of history. I mean, they've got all of these things they want to do. They use war to do. Um, so what are, what are some, do you have any insights? I know there was some big stuff going on with the banking systems in Ukraine. Do you have any insights on what really pushed Russia? Because I feel like they've been prodded and they've been backed into a corner mm-hmm. and um, maybe I should go stock up on, 
vodka and lipstick just in case. Yeah. Well, I heard it was a combination between them, you know, what's called uh, the globalists pushing to put what is called the military bases more closer and all uh, along the borders and stuff. So they keep pushing that boundary, you know, how they like to to do. And then I also heard something about the what is it called? The There's a river or lake that runs through from Ukraine to into Russia as well. And they basically just to just because they basically ended up Ukrainians, they I guess they uh, put up a dam to stop the water from going to Russia. So they basically kind of just because of that continuing propaganda of, of Russia bad, you know, Ukrainians against Russia. So they're basically just stirring things up. And then he sees more and more that's the agenda of the globalists continue. All right, Pete, we're out of time. Yeah. We're out of time. All right. so, hey, Peter, don't hang up. You stay right there, folks. Man, oh, man, oh, man. What Ronald Reagan tell us? Trust but verify? Boy, are we getting one uh, tainted view of exactly what's going on. Thanks for your time, Pete. Hang in there with us. God bless you, folks. We'll see you tomorrow.